Welcome to St. James Parish in Wilmington, North Carolina. You can learn more about St. James on our website at stjamesp.org. Have you ever just wanted to give someone a piece of your mind because of what was going on was just wrong? Capital W-R-O-N-G. It wasn't just wrong, it was evil. Now I'll give you a moment to conjure up something. Got it? Didn't take many, some of it's very long, right? Before this derails my point, I need you to come back with me so we can hear the words from Jesus in modern language, take a breath. Because it's likely we do not have the whole story and very possibly in ridding the evil from among us, we will do more harm than good. Because both the weeds and the wheat have some growing up to do. Some of you know that I grew up in the Baptist church, and I'm actually not one of those who carries a bitter Baptist background. By, today, my, by today's standards, my childhood pastor would, would have been considered a moderate and most likely not associated with some of the um, areas of the convention today. But in my study this week, the Reverend Jim Somerville reminded me of something that happened in 1979 in their convention, and it was called Bold Mission Thrust. And the plan was to heed the call of Jesus to preach the gospel into every corner of the world. Unfortunately, that same year, some felt the denomination was drifting too far left and they launched a counter mission to take charge of the convention to rid the Baptist church of the liberal, of all liberal influences. And so by the turn of the century, year 2000, instead of being known as the people who reached the world for Christ, many became known as Christians who were always fighting with each other. Now, before we get too judgy, the Episcopal Church is not immune from arguments, battles, and even our own splits. But what happened in this time in the, with the Baptist zeal to pull up the weeds, to rid the government, the school, not to mention the church, of all its bad influences, a lot of wheat, good wheat, got pulled up. Because their witness for Christ, that's where I learned the Bible, that's, but that witness for Christ was overpowered by divisions and their reputation, reputation at the time took such a hit that many chose not just to be disassociated with the name but, or, and seek another denomination, but many left the church altogether. And the same has happened in our time. While I am proud to be at St. James Wellington in the year 2023, where we welcome all, it has not always been that way. Plenty of good wheat has been pulled up 
by attempts to remove the weeds. Prior to our parable, Jesus has been instructing the disciples, and they've observed him teach and preach good news throughout Galilee. And in doing so, Jesus has not held back from calling the towns who refuse, calling out the towns who refuse to repent. Yet, as was noted in our parable last week, even when all are not ready to take root and the ground is not fertile enough to produce good fruit, our good news is still ours to spread that seed without reservation, to scatter it away. As Jesus moves through the grain fields, he speaks of a time coming when it will all be sorted out, but it won't be the disciples doing, doing the sorting. Jesus knows that everyone, not everyone, will have ears to hear, and he has already told his disciples to shake off the dust when they don't and keep moving the gospel message forward, the gospel of peace. But that still does not address our problem of the evil in the world or in our parable this morning. The North Carolina State Extension website describes weeds as plants growing where they're not wanted. In this parable, good seed was planted and the weeds were put there on purpose. The weed in our plant in our parable is um, believed to be the bearded darnel, and its roots surround. I just, I, I really think I have this in my yard, because its roots surround the roots of the good plants, making it impossible to pull it out without damaging the good crop. And I didn't grow up in the middle of wheat fields, but evidently. This darnel looks just like wheat, and it's only when it matures can you see that it's false or without virtue. Now, I'm not one for looking for a devil behind every bush, but weeds are real, and Jesus speaks of a real enemy. But note what he says about the enemy. The enemy went away. He didn't hang around to worry about it. The enemy knew that the weeds would do their job of choking out the good wheat that nourishes or alleviates hunger. And although the owner's crew was ready to protect that crop, at least for now, the sower says, let it be. You'll do more harm than good. God knows there is wrong, and he knows how you have been wronged. But I invite you and me to keep in mind that the evil one has no real power. We find an example. We heard one even in our Old Testament reading about Jacob. We got the beautiful part. It tells of the encounter of God with the angels and ascending and descending from heaven. But if you check the context 
of Jacob's life, we find that he has been running for his life from his brother Esau after Jacob and his mother had tricked their father Isaac into blessing Jacob rather than Esau. Jacob was actually a spoiled mama's boy, and now he's faced with God, who stands and speaks to him in a dream. And it's not Jacob getting thrown into the fire. Rather, he receives a blessing so undeserved, so unwarranted, so radical, that it would drop most of our mouths had we known Jacob's background saying, you've got to be kidding. You're going to bless him. He doesn't deserve it. He's a weed. Or so we thought. If Jacob hadn't been given a chance to grow up, he may have been pulled out before he was able to receive that blessing which, by the way, is the same blessing that was handed all the way down to you and to me. We have resurrection power through, Jesus, through our faith in Jesus Christ. But if we let our anger and our self-righteousness get in the way, we could mistake a weed for what is actually wheat that just needs time to grow up. Let it be. Take a breath. The time will come when it will be all sorted out. And thankfully, the job is not ours. But our job is to keep spreading that seed of the good news. Amen.